<laughs> That's true. Yeah. We're live. All right, we're gonna uh, play our uh, theme song here. So this, we play this, and then it's just like awkward for a minute. Um, so we'll awkwardly uh, sit here while this plays. Yeah, just this is where the part of the show that me and Burn look longingly into the other guys and make the guests fun. Yeah. While this song plays. It's a J six banger. Makes a lot of uh, a lot of good tunes. Oh yeah, he's pretty cool. Yo. Yeah. So dead. <laughs> there he is. All right, we've got a forum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Think? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so like today, how we've all got the, the wrecked merch on. Talk from yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this will be a completely unbiased review for sure. Oh, <laughs> don't worry, AQ. I'm lying. It's gonna be very biased. Oh, you um, just quit. He disappeared. Stop by for a second. Yep. All right. So that that was OSF, everybody. Um, <laughs> if you all were coming to listen to OSF, you can leave because he's gone. Yeah, AQ's better anyway. Don't don't tell Dad I said that. All right. Well, let's get started. For everybody who doesn't know <laughs> Alien Queen, why don't you give us a little bit of your background? Um, how you became an artist, how you got into Web3, uh, and then how you eventually ended up uh, creating, you know, projects with OSF. So pretty much I've always been an artist my whole life. Um, heard about Web3 because, well, my friends told me about it back in like 2018, but I just got busy with life shit. So then in like March 2020, I... Um, I read an article about Grimes selling on Nifty Gateway and I really like Grimes a lot. So I just was like, oh, that's cool. And like, you know, I went to school for computer animation and stuff. So I was like, okay, let, 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 let's try like doing this. So I just like got an ETH and started minting shit and I'm here now. <laughs> but yeah, and then with Ovi, like working with him, um, it's because I entered the DGENs competition. Mm. Um, my collector, Kinchiro, like, told me about it and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, he's like, try it out. So I tried it out. And I just, like, pulled an all-nighter pretty much. And then I was like, fuck it. Like, the next morning, I just submitted it. And it just went viral. Like, I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know, you know, that would happen. But, yeah. And then... That was the beginning of my relationship with Ovi and Mando. Awesome. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ovi, can you give a quick background and then maybe how you selected Alien Queen to help, uh, <laughs> you know, work on the projects? Yeah. Um, background. So I got into crypto really late. I first bought Bitcoin in January 2021. And... I was just like crypto skeptic for ages. And then finally in 2021, I kind of got myself to buying Bitcoin, got myself to buying ETH. And then Mando, my friend Mando, I think he's going to join us in a bit, but um, he was like, hey, you got to check out this NFT thing. Um, and I was like, dude, I just got my head around crypto. Like I can't, um, I can't, I just can't spend like this much money on just like buying JPEGs. But I saw like he bought a piece for like, 18 grand flipped it for like 250 grand and i was like oh, okay i'm in <laughs> like i may not believe in it but i can come in and try and trade stuff so um yeah i just got got involved that way and just started like doing all the dj and stuff like like everyone does in the space and then um i used to make a lot of art when i was a lot younger as a teenager and when i re-entered the space i was like oh wow like um this feels like the online digital art community that I used to hang around him when I was like 13 or 14 or 15, except now you could actually sell things and there was a medium for the art and mechanisms to actually transact. And so I just had a go at creating things. Um, never didn't really expect it to take off or anything, um, but I kind of just did it for fun and had managed to get some success with it and stuff. So um, before that we had, you know, we, we made DJs, Amanda and I made DJs and we just, I had no idea what we were doing and we thought it would be cool to make it interactive. So we, we made this art competition, which is like take one of these, you know, uh, pieces and uh, make them your own. Um, and um, Alien Queens one was like the best one by far. It was like, it was weirdly iconic at the time. It was like, it was like <laughs> crazy, like 
moon ball with like mushrooms sprouting out of his head and like everything. I think AQ that was like that was like one of the first times you did that style of art before. Yes, that you had was like you know it was cultural. Like it was like when I came into the space, I did like more of my like three D work, and then I did um, my Cambodian drawings, still really colorful, you know, like kind of psychedelic, cultural, like Southeast Asian work. But then um, I'm really grateful for DGENs because it really made me like become who I am. Like it just was like, okay, I can just really be free and really be myself, you know? Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Mando, welcome. Hi, Mando. How are we doing? Good, good. Yo, can you hear me? Yep. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, great. Well, this oh, is sorry, time. I missed the start. This is a good time for you to jump in because one of the questions I was going to have. How did you, uh, OSF and Mando, how did you have the conviction so early on to like go through the trials and tribulations with DGENs and regens and just be like, we're not going to just, you know, quit the space and leave. Like, we're going to sit here and try to figure this out and stay for the community. Like, how, what, what did those like discussions behind the scenes look like? It was tough at the start, right? Um, because I, I think, if I'm honest, it was just slightly frustrating because we felt as though, that was what other projects were doing, and we thought we'd go down that route. Uh, oh, yeah, let me change my mic. Hold on. It might be the wrong mic. Uh, Technical oh, difficulties. Is that okay now? Thank you. Uh, good. Now? Good. Yeah. Um, and we, I, I remember saying to Ovi, maybe like, maybe in like August or September, because at that stage we were still going down like the, the comic book route and like the IP route and just being like, this isn't going to work. Like, this is no way this is going to work. And it was frustrating because we were like, we just knew it wasn't going to work. So we were like, right, we'll just continue to do the art pro art projects. Um, so the art competitions, which seem to be going well as like a community thing. And then we were like, right, we'll just, we'll see how this goes for another couple of months. And if it doesn't, then we're going to have to like completely change it. But it wasn't really a case of not continuing on. That was... It just didn't even feel like that was really an option. Um, firstly, because of how Ovi is built <laughs> as a person, just just like never never lets anything die uh, attitude. So he, like it was always like, right, how can we fix this? How can we fix this? How can we fix this? Um, and secondly, like we actually kind of wanted to have a project. Like we felt like it was a good thing to have something in the space. Like it kept us engaged on a daily basis, and like. It just it's just was really frustrating because we just knew it was never gonna hit. Whatever we put out there, you know, it wasn't gonna affect the floor price. So then I think only in December did we write we're like, well, turn this into an education thing. We actually bought out the other founders, I think in January, was it? January or February? It was a little later. Yeah. Um and then that's when we were like, right, this is ours now. Let's just let's just see what we can take it. But um, yeah, there was just no uh, there was no other option. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I you can definitely, you can definitely see, see that uh, the UNOV. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. We're <laughs> echoing, and I'm gonna blame Randall yeah. right away. Oh, really? You might be I'm double. Double. Wait. Okay. Yeah, that fixed it. Yeah. 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 I think this needs a double mic at the time. Um, but you, you obviously, Ovi and Mando, you make a great team and one that's dedicated to be in a space uh, ongoing. Um, what was the decision like? Um, you know, where did the art come from? And then what was the decision like to be like, okay, we're going to launch, uh, you know, Rec Guy? Um, and, and kind of what were the parameters that you were looking at um, in the space at the time to say, okay, you know, maybe this will be different? I never. Like, we never, we didn't really plan it much. You know what I mean? Like, I think, because I had this character in the piece of art that I was drawing, I was like, it would be cool to, this makes sense to be like a PFP thing. And I just kind of fancied doing it myself. Like, I wanted to, like, have a go at, like, writing the code and stuff. And it was kind of, like, it was kind of like a passion project. Like, I was just kind of sort of doing it on the side. And then... Um, you know, I mentioned it to Amanda. Amanda's like, well, dude, we have this whole DGENs thing. Like, you can't just do like another PFP thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. We can't, I, we just can't do that. So, 
then we're like, well, why don't we just make it free? Like, let's just make it a free drop for all the DJs because we're not, it's not like, I was like, not trying to do this to like make money out of it. I just kind of wanted to do it to do it because I thought it would be fun. Um, and it was one of those things like when we launched it, well, when we first started doing it, I thought it would be like, hey, here's a free drop for the DJs. It will probably like, maybe on the first day or two, it will trade at like 0.05 and eventually it'll go to zero and no one will care. And it'll just be this thing. Like that's genuinely what I thought it would be. And by the time we launched it, you could see there was this hype and anticipation around it. And, you know, we knew it felt to be much bigger and we got AQ on board as well to do the one-of-ones and just like it turned into something bigger. But it was just like, we didn't really plan for that, you know, like things happened and you had the market crash as well. So it fit that narrative and people kind of resonated with it at that point in time. But um, it was just like, it was just so unplanned and, you know, I, it's, it was organic. Like, it, I know it sounds weird for someone to say this is this was organic, but it was organic. Like, we didn't really um, try and fix things and plan things. And I think that's one of the reasons why it worked. It just it was just like, hey, here's this free mint to our existing community. And I, don't know, I have no idea what this thing is. The roadmap is lol. And we're just like, here's this wreck guy thing. Um, that, yeah, and it kind so of works. I have two additional questions, and then I'm going to be quiet and let Vern ask what he has. But Aileen Queen, can you walk us through kind of like, how you approached the art for the one of ones because they're some of the most incredible you know pfps in the space <laughs> um and they are really unique with with your styling um well i really love rec guy like i loved um ov's character so i just you know they gave me the freedom to do whatever and i'm a dgen so i was like okay well let me just trip them out like I like tripping and it's just stuff that I see and like it's just like um elements like the one with the mushroom you know like I love psychedelics and then um the red light district one is like you know inspired definitely from Ovi's red light district um I don't know just I'm like very impulsive and spontaneous I'd never plan anything out so like I'll just look at a blank screen and then I just will just draw whatever comes at the moment. I'll go through millions of sketches, right? And then I'll just like work on something and then I just delete it and then I just keep doing it until I'm like really happy. Um, so originally I was gonna do five um, one of ones, but then we had some time. So I was like, fuck it, let me just try to do five more. And that, that was awesome because that's when I did the red light district one. Like I was looking at Ovi's stuff, Ovi's artwork, and getting inspired by that. And I think that's like one of my favorite ones in the collection. Yeah, I, I would have loved my to one see some of the behind the scenes. I like when you share like clips of you drawing every day on Twitter. <laughs> I would have loved to if there were clips of that. Uh, Mando, my next question is um, I heard you were the mastermind behind like trait quantities and stuff like that. It's why my alien mask is the best trait in the entire collection. But uh, can you walk us through kind of how you thought about designing trait quantities and rarities within the project? To be honest, that was both of us, but it was, um, it was a long process. It was a very, very long process. To be honest, it was just an iterative thing. It just started and Ovi like occasionally would just like do a thousand of them. And then we would like, what were every couple of weeks, every week or two, we would just go through and be like, right on oh, that trait, that trait, that trait. And then we, we just started adding different traits like masks and just random other stuff. I forget, like I, I have to look back at the text about all the different things, but we had, we had loads more as well, which we kind of didn't even, didn't even do in the end. Um, and then I think we were just trying to learn from all the mistakes we'd made from DGENs, if I'm honest. Like one of the main mistakes we made from DGENs is there were too many flaws. There were too many, <laughs> too many humans on the floor, which nobody wanted. Um, and so we were like, right, we need to really do the research on trying to get the the rarity quantities right. So we just spent a long time doing that. And we like looked at punks. We looked at, at the time, Doodles was had like really done well, this rarity um, distribution. So we like looked at punks. We looked at Doodles. I think we looked at, um, we didn't look at Bored Apes or like Cool Cats because th they had it wrong. But like we, we looked at other projects where it was like, it was really well done like that. Um, and we just felt as though those sub communities is really like what actually survived often the best. 
so we just we wanted to make sure there was enough that it wasn't just like one person there was there was normally enough that you could have like a, a small group but um yeah that was just a that was an iterative process um and then we just got lucky how 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 well it came out in the end i don't know if it's luck luck yeah oh, well i mean these are random right so you just don't know but like i felt like that was a good that was a good uh a good batch we got at the end yeah they came yeah, out they clean came out. I, I remember on reveal oh sorry we're echoing again again oh crap maybe there we go okay um yeah but i remember on reveal um just like the variety a lot of people were surprised like we knew there were uh, a lot of really clean good looking traits but um the variety and in my in my opinion the quality of the traits really impressed like that's why we see a lot of the the mid-range sales going you know above floor by quite a bit you know it could be 50 percent above floor for a mid-tier trait um, and I think that distribution played a major role in the success and in the quality of the uh, project overall. So uh, I, I think it was well done. I don't think it was luck. I think you, you know, you guys really took your time and researched other projects and found the right mix and then OV executed on the art, which a lot of us love. So um, I think it was, uh, it was just well done in my opinion. Yeah. We're going to do Rec Guy 2 where we upgrade the art we're, we're considering. Rec Guy 3 where we then downgrade it again. And <laughs> Rec Guy Thank 4, you. I think it sounds great. That'll so what you could do is just have me add trades um, and just like make them all super shitty. Uh, yeah, burn, Burns managing Rec Guy 2. Yeah, and if you've seen my art, it won't disappoint. The quickest, <laughs> way, the quickest way to actually get us to go to zero. It's what everybody wants. Um you know, Ovi has said that Alien Mask is the best trait, but then he went back on it in a live interview and said that it's Golden Girls is the best trait, which I can can forget. I can uh, forgive him for that. What I can't forgive is this Diamond Dolly stance that you are the hill. That you You're the only one, man. Though I can't take it. I can't. Uh, yeah, that was a strange one. I remember in the week after, because um, we didn't want to buy them straight off the break. We didn't want to do like how other founders did the night sniping a rare but i remember somebody listed a, a dolly at one e and i was like well that's a that's a really good trait um and i agree that like i think aesthetically on pure aesthetics the 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 met metallic collection is is maybe better but there's just something about the dollies man there's just something about them understated uh very few of them you don't hear from them at all they're just they're just chilling at life they've won they want it live. They don't need to they, be ostentatious in any way. They just kind of exist, right? Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, I just vibed with that straight away. And, uh, you know, I, I know the dollies out there listening to me right now. They don't have to say, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything. I'm, I hear you loud and clear. AQ, what's the best, what, and you can't say alien mask because you have alien in your name. What's the best trait? Uh, I like the Joker faces a lot, and I think they're very rare. Are they, are they rare? They're rare. I mean, yeah. Very they're cool. one of my favorites. There's a rec guy named the Joker, and I'll see him comment on my stuff, and I was like, "Damn, I love that that face! Like, it's awesome." That's like my favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of traits out there that you know we don't talk about as much. I obviously show the victory hoodie like crazy because it's what I have, um, and it's the best trait. And and that's how 2160 is with the alien mask. He just likes it because he has it. It's not that good. Um, I can agree on Golden Girls for sure. Diamond Dollies, Mando. Eh. I mean, they you know they're out there. They exist. I would take one if it was free. I remember looking at them after you got one, and I was like, I'm I kind of liked them. But I, it was your PFP, so I was like, I can't have the same PFP as Mando. Mando. Yeah. I mean, I think Victory Hoodies, you know, again, I feel like it's in the same Dolly camp that if you're in the crew, you think it's the best. But The, the, the crew of the one, crew person, of one person, which is, <laughs> which is bad. That's it. And the other person, that there's, there's another one, right? I, there's I, another I, one. I have no idea. The ghost. the ghost. The ghost. Oh, the ghost owns one. Of course. He paid yeah. six point nine ETH for it. So my the only reason I have a vendetta is because I acquired two full metal jackets, and then Mando shows up and is like, "No, no, 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 that's not the best set." set and right, right. full metal full dolly. dolly. Me just, me the dollies asked, asked me. The dollies asked me too. Anybody? anybody. <laughs> have you have you got a dolly yet? I do not. I do not. 
Never. Pa- Never. Patrick's so anti Dolly. Yeah, I can't do it. Full Metal Dolly is, is still number one on the Rat Guy leaderboard. Or what is actually at the moment? There's something else, isn't there? Tattoo Shop. Yeah, Tattoo Shop was big. Tattoo, tattoo, because there's no tattoos. Um, tattoo, what I'm saying, sorry, the one ETH paper bags listed for sale, right? I'm just having a look now. Yeah, I can, um, maybe I can share my screen. Yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you guys. Will you pull that up? Uh, for um, Mando and Ovi. So you guys don't have to work at all, yet you're two of the hardest working people in the space. Like you've got your GM show and you're, you're still constantly like working your ass off on DGENs and everything else. Uh, why? It's a very good question. Uh, my, my wife asked me this all the time. No, I think um, it, it's really dull to not do anything, I think. And actually, like, we, you showed you that we like doing it. Like, we are of this nature. It so fits in. Like, if this was, if DGENs was the old DGENs, I think it'd be very tough because I just, like, I wouldn't be able to act, contribute. Whereas with the current things that we do, I contribute. It fits, fits my skill set. OSF with the right guy fits his skill set. Uh, then we come together for, like, various different things. But we enjoy doing this stuff every day. It does, you know, it helps not, not like, over, I mean, when crypto dumps, like it dumps, maybe, maybe I do need to keep working, but um, yeah, it just, yeah, I think we just enjoy doing it. And like, we just come from a background as well of working very, 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 very hard. So when we came into this space, it just felt very normal to start, keep working at that like pace. Plus, I just like whip Ovi and, and Cali every single day. Well, we don't need all those details, Mando. Um, <laughs> you guys keep that, keep that in the bedroom. He also um, makes us work hard as well. Um, what what I would say is I think um, the fact that we don't have to do it means we just try and do only the things that we enjoy and I think especially Rec Guy compared to everything else I think just enjoy it really like I spend all my time in the Discord like in the dive bar and just chat to people like it's a group chat just make art because I enjoy making it do the events because we enjoy it like do this stuff because we just enjoy it really so I think um I think that's why it allows us to be sustainable because it doesn't feel taxing. It just feels natural. It feels like it's just what I would do anyway. Um, and if along the way we can make it big, then, hey, that's like a win-win, you know? Um, but, you know, we don't feel the pressure to be like, we're not like, oh, my God, we need to make, like, this much revenue so we can, like, do all these, pay all these costs and then, like, do this and this and this. Like, that's not how we roll. We're just kind of like, hey, this is a cool idea. Let's do this let's do this and you know along the way i think we'll have some good success with it and um we have different ideas but it's not like you know we don't need to like create this hype train and go out there and be on the timeline every day and like be aggressive and stuff like that you just it doesn't it's not i don't i believe it's not required um to be successful and i think what we want to create here is something that is sustainable long-standing even with or without us. And, this, and that's not me saying we're going to leave it because we're always going to be here work, working on this. But, um, you know, this this whole thing can, like, stand on its own two feet now without, like, needing a head of marketing and, like, you know, an accountant and all this kind of stuff and, um, you know, cost spaces and all, dev and, you know, et cetera. So that's – it was never intentionally the plan, but it's turned out to be the plan, and I think it's something that works for us. And I think it just means when we have a bear market like we do now, people – aren't upset with us or people still enjoy being part of the community. It does mean that when you have big bull markets, you're always, sometimes you sit there, I think, and you're thinking, should we be hyping this more? Should we be more aggressive about doing X, Y, and Z? And sometimes maybe the answer is yes, but, you know, sometimes I think you can do that, but you just, you will take this big short-term gain and you'll create a lot of long-term pain for yourself. And you'll, you know, everyone's like, why don't you launch a rec token? And we've, Mando and I've talked about it. Sometimes Mando's like, Oh, should we just do a rec token? Sometimes should we just do it? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but um, I, you know, I think if we did it, we would have an impetus to provide utility to a token with potential legal implications, and it would be great for like a few days, and everyone would make a ton of money, and then we just have this thing which would be a dent in our reputation. I think a big dent, and it would be a tough thing to create. But I don't know. Like who knows? If we get think of a good idea, that might not. 
Yeah, put it yeah, on put record it on. that I would sell my rec token within probably three days and just and just pocket all that money. Um, for sure. <laughs> that, I like, I like you guys have some experience there, right? <laughs> but- <laughs> no comment. No comment. No um, comment. What I will say is that, Ovi, one of the things, that, and, and Mando, one of the things that I find so impressive is being built, like the community aspect of it is what's keeping it going kind of in this bear market. And it's very strong. And the mods came from kind of the DGENs when you're working with DGENs. And then you got the community to kind of do your marketing for you with running a competition every day. Like you've put stuff in place that seems very sustainable. And so you're not seeing this retraction that we're getting from all of the other projects where they were spending a lot of money to hire a bunch of people and then not being able to sustain that through the revenue, especially when royalties went to zero and basically you stopped making anything off of the project. Um, You know, what did that look like in the face of like seeing how everybody else was setting things up? Like was sustainability long-term like your guys' main focus after, after you figured out that um, that rec guy was going to be something that you were going to dedicate time to uh, for long-term development? Yeah, a hundred percent. We, we, we like every single time we thought about doing something, we were like, is this sustainable? Will, will this last? Like everything we've tried to do from, for the projects we always think, right, is there a way the community could do it alongside us and then maybe even take it over or independently? Or is there a way, instead of us hiring someone, could someone in the community do it? And then they can, like, even on, like, we were like, oh, should we, we need to get someone for, for socials, like, like for memes and stuff like that. We saw, like, other projects doing that um, maybe six, nine months ago. We were like, well, we could hire someone or we could just get up our community to do it because this is way more fun and that's just been like like a prime example of just something that just worked so easy for us and there's 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 other examples like that where we've just we've really tried to think yeah if we are gone tomorrow how can this how could this still be sustainable um and we even think about that with the other stuff that we do so like with the radio show like how can that help support the floor like keep it sustainable all this stuff is, is so that it, this project can last um even without even without trading fees and even maybe even without us all right guys you heard it here mando and ovi are retiring um so <laughs> just kidding um uh, yeah i like the setup and i think the fact that um that you don't promise anything and there's nothing expected at all is is just a major value proposition um, like you said, Ovi, like not having to hype things up, like we've seen other projects do and just constantly come out with something new, like, cause you know how the space is. It's what's next, what's next, what's next. There's no patience at all. Um, people just, uh, they always expect something. And, and I think the fact that we don't expect anything here is uh, very valuable. Um, AQ. So what drives you, uh, what drives your art? What, uh, what what gets you going in this space? Uh, just creating the community. I just love um, the community, the space, uh, the people I've met. Um, my tabs Discord is <laughs> pretty funny and it's fun. dirty. It's <laughs> dirtier than the dive bar, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, guys, <laughs> pretty dirty, but it's fun. Um, I don't know, just like vibing with everyone and. I think that's what drives me, you know, just like every morning, like GMing and just talking to people and just like doing what I love. Right. I think that is the main thing. And I'm always an artist. I'll always be creating. So bear market, bull market, whatever. I really don't care. Just vibing. Mm -hmm. I love it. If I were to point like one of the things out that also I think makes these communities stand out is your guys's um, willingness to be like a participant within your guys within the communities like on a regular basis like um, you know to have access to to the artists and the founders of the projects um, even in a bear when people are going MIA I think gives a lot of confidence to you know the community itself and. Um, you know, adds to the nature of it being so jovial. And we, the people that have decided to stay around in both discords have really become friends yeah. and, and they just like to degen and hang out with each other 
uh, all day long. And yeah, I I can attest that uh, Alien Queen, your Discord gets wild sometimes for sure. <laughs> That's pretty funny, right? Like I feel I like I have chill, to like, like take I don't a get offended by anything at all. So I like. I mean, I even drew a bouquet of like dicks for them. <laughs> like, yes, you did. Yes, posted you did. it and they colored it and whatever. Like, yeah, that's actually you know, a twenty-one sixty screensaver on his phone. It is. Uh, yeah. Dick, yeah. Thank you. Actually, no, I own one of Alien Queen's tabs. Um, that is the DJ with the headphones and the alien. Yes. Um, she had shared one before the drop and it didn't actually end up getting minted and that was the one that i was going to trade for so i traded for uh what i thought was the next best aesthetically pleasing one but um i i love the tabs can you can you walk us through kind of that whole process of, of creating that drop um and like what got you motivated to create all of these really cool psychedelic kind of cool, cool, what i would equate to pogs growing up because yeah they so, remind me. like mando and ovi and i we were talking about this and um i think was it mando we like talked about like making it circular you know like matt fury's like pegs and something really cool and um we came up with uh like the whole like milk caps like pogs idea like i grew up in the 90s so i used to play that and then we called it tabs because psychedelics and everything. So, I mean, <laughs> and then I just like, again, like Ovi and Mando just let me be free. And that's what I love. Like, we're like, okay, let's like come up with some characters, like five characters or whatever. And these were the characters um, we vibe with. And yeah, I just created them. Like, I mean, I love the trippy. I mean, Ovi, thank you for the trippy colors. Cause that's like my favorite is like this trippy. Yeah. They're cool. Right. Yeah. Like it's just this really fun project and you know, it took like a really long time because <laughs> I'm very like OCD and stuff. And then um, there's just like a lot of like detail and everything, but so, it was so worth it. I'm just so happy with it too. Yeah. They came out great. For sure. Um, what is each of your favorite trait in this collection? Uh, for So for the cats, I like the nightmare mouth. I think that one's rare. Um, it's like the ones with like the, you know, crazy teeth. Um, I like, you know, trippy colors. Um, I liked the fishbone for the cat as well. Um, for the frogs i like the little crown for it um and like the trippy eyes uh i don't know i love it all <laughs> yeah I, I mean, as, as an artist that poured many hours into it it's very hard to pick like your favorite yeah i'm sure ov hates that we just talk about traits all day long like he didn't draw every single one of them um i love it I, I love the background, the black background ones. I think they pop so well. Like every single detail is just really, uh, you know, shows up really well against the black background. Um, so those are the ones that I like kind of the best. I think the colors uh, really pop out with the black background. I do love the UFO background as well. Like I love that. I used to own that frog, that blue mushroom frog with the black background. I sold oh. it. Paper hands. I know. I like <laughs> No, I, think I, I always like that that um that OSF one of one the I forget it, what was the name of that one of one the uh, the frog one it was something weird like on drug death on drugs or something like that uh, uh, that's the one I think one, right that's the one yeah 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 that was I love the alien one I'm pretty sure it's called death on drugs that trait that's an awesome one death on drugs, drugs. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I love always, always um, um, one one aliens. So, so. Yeah, yeah. Jesuit, Jesuit has, has one. this one. That might be that the might grail. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. that's, a real that, that's his PFP, right? That's yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yep. 
My favorite trait, I think, is I, my favorite character is the skull. I think the skulls are really sick. Yeah. I think my favorite trait is like the black skulls. Like, oh, by the way, that one's really sick. One with the bolt backgrounds and the gold. The gold skulls, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, That's I love that one. Yeah, the black skulls are, I think, very rare. I think there's black only skulls yeah. are quite rare. Yeah, yeah. Like, skulls are. Is the skull the rarest character? I can't remember. Maybe the frog yes. is. No skull. Skulls rarest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the black. Yeah, the black skulls are really sick. I think. Oh, really sick. Yeah, so there's there's the one two that traits I chased. Really cool. The black uh, with the green flames. Yeah, that one's so good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, these are cool. This one, right? No. Um, oh, that one's yeah, so that good. One. <laughs> you see the one with the that one. Yeah, Four Wow. Yeah, the great thing about this collection is you could just scroll all day long and just find like really cool, like different combinations that you hadn't seen before. Um, yeah, I really think that's awesome. Uh, and then oh, I instantly for your started buying back, uh, you know, some of the floor, which I think is pretty exciting. I know it's something that you know OSF and Mando do uh, for rec guys as well, and it, it's nice to see founders uh, and artists that just believe in the projects that they've created and want to continue mm -hmm. to invest in the community in that way. Um, I, I know that you guys get a lot of positive feedback for, for taking that step. I also know that, you know, Ovi has said in the past that it was, it's a hedge against no royalties. So maybe in the future they can, you know, you can use those wallets to continue to make money for the project if, if it's needed. Um, um, yeah, we're going to dump them. We're going to dump them all. <laughs> Come on, Machi, Machi it. Mando, Mando goes out in a blaze of glory by dumping. Uh, how many is in your wallet right now? Like 300, 400, 400. Yeah, we just got to get Matty bidding. <laughs> That's hilarious. I do want to say my favorite moment in uh, Web3 ever was when you guys dumped on Matty. That was just, it was beautiful. Oh, Seth doesn't like talking about that. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to get yeah. chopped up into pieces in Taiwan. <laughs> you do have to be careful. <laughs> yeah, just don't travel to to Asia at all. Keep keep yourself safe. That was a crazy twenty four hours. I remember. I remember, it's not really sleeping that much. Getting on a plane, and I, like, I like threw up when I arrived in France, and I was like, uh, and just like slept for like two days afterwards. Definitely psychologically scarring at the moment, in a good way. But was, uh, I bet, I bet, I bet, transferring that amount of money from wallet to wallet, or like even converting it to like USDC or whatever, would be absolutely stressful. Like I'd be shitting myself. Like that little bit of time it takes for the for it to move. Or did you guys do it in batches or like one big clump? So you can't do it. We had to. It took us. Took me about an hour. Took us about an hour to transfer it all to one wallet. Which is funny because, like, if anyone's just, I think we did it in this day and age because people are so fixated on movements and stuff, they would have seen it happen before it happened. But I think no one was really switched on then. So, like, I was like, wow, like, no one has realized that we just put all our apes into like one wallet again because we were, I was staking some, Manda was taking some, we were staking some in Bendow, we had some in like our multisig. But that took us about an hour. And then the way that it worked in Blur is like there was a bid for like 25 apes and there was a bid for like 30 apes and there's a bid for like 15 or whatever. So, it doesn't let it doesn't let you trigger the whole thing in one go. Um, you had to do each individual one. So there was a moment where I was like, "Shit, I had to like sell this one. Hope he doesn't deal this. Sell this one." But I think when I, you know, when when we sold them, it was like three a.m. in Taiwan or whatever. So um, yeah, he was probably sleeping. Um, uh, I, yeah, maybe he would have taken his beds out. I don't know. But th it wasn't even to be honest with you. It wasn't even just matchy that, that there were other bids. Um, in addition to him as well, that, that were out there, I think. So um, if it wasn't him, we would have sold them like one third someone else. So. Well executed. Yeah, that, that we didn't know it was the same We didn't know it was matching until the we didn't know it was him. Um, we, we knew it was one person, but we didn't know it was matching until, until afterwards. And then it came out that he suddenly had them. Um, so yeah, it definitely wasn't intentional. Uh, I kind of feel like he has money to burn 
I don't really know. But he's, he's certainly life. showing that. <laughs> he's this a lot. Yeah, no, I, and I get it. It was it was a it was a market play. It was genius. The liquidity was there. You know, it, it was smart, and I think it, it woke a lot of people up uh, to realize and do the same thing. So, uh, yeah, it was well done. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember we lost some of the apes at one stage. We had, yeah, we had a. I didn't say we were there were like 15 apes missing, and I was like, Man, did you send these apes to the address? He was like, Yeah, I was like, Well, they're not in this address. There's like 50. I was like, Where? So we're like, Where the fuck are I think we both had that moment where your heart just like sank. It was like, Did they go to the wrong? What happened? And then it's when apes were something, you know. Yeah, it turned out they're all in the hidden folder on OpenSea for some reason. Like, when you like unstate them from Bendow, they go straight to your hidden folder. So I think that had like, like five for me and like 15 for Mando or something. So we're like, where are all these apes? Yeah, going? when they were all worth a half a million apiece. You're like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Where did, where did $7 million go? It's scary when you do when you are doing that stuff and it's that much money because you're just there with like your ledger just putting through random transactions and shit. Um, it's scary. It's definitely scary. Yeah, I get I get nervous like when I take out a few thousand waiting for it to get to Coinbase. So I can only imagine um, when the stakes are that high. Um, all right, uh, AQ, what else are you working on? What's new? What's going on? What do you got cooking? <laughs> well, um, I am working on some crazy shit for Transient Labs right now, and um, it's still a really long work in progress. Um, but I want to tell the details, but I'll tell you guys in private, but it's like really ambitious for me. Um, and then after that, uh, wrecked London, I'll be in London. So I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, and then I'm working on some immersive thing for, um, in Dubai, for art space and gallery. I talked to Ovi about that. So I'm doing collaboration with them. And I think I have some more stuff, but I can't remember. Staying busy. <laughs> just like always, yeah, just busy. That Having Dubai fun. thing will be insane. Like I'm just imagining your art like in an immersive experience. Like yeah. eat a cap and a stem and go on in. Um, it was cool to see your art uh, in Lisbon kind of in that room being that big and immersive. So I imagine it'll be something like that. Yeah. So it's like Ovi's the 360 room yeah. that we had in art and space. So they can do like, uh, they were talking to me about like um, sound and um, scent and smoke machines or whatever. So that's awesome. I'll see what I come up with. I, I want to kind of give the, the viewer, like the person going in to experience a trip. I mean, my trips are really intense compared to some people's trips because I take really strong doses. Um, so I want to get it as close to my trip. It, it's fun, though. So That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think I have to take a page out of Burns' book this year. I think I'll be missing Rec London and, and Miami oh. as well, unfortunately. But... Um, yeah, I hate to say that out loud, but I think that's going to be reality. Uh, one of the questions I had since we have both OSF and Mando here is kind of like, what's your guys's like short term and, and long term outlook on the space right now, given kind of everything that you're seeing in, in crypto and in uh, NFTs? Uh, yeah, look, NFTs is a little bit tough because as we just described, both business models aren't going to work for a lot of the people that have already, I mean, OpenSea just came out yesterday and said royalties won't be enforced. Um, Blur's basically found a backdoor to they're not. So all of the projects that you've seen over the last two years, unless they have kind of the, uh, not like a flexible team like us who does do, do other things and aren't trying to like milk a community for, for like money, which is, I would say, a lot of the projects out there, like I would still say, I don't know, the majority of the top 30 or 40 profile feature projects have got that business model. It's, um, I don't see how that changes. Like the, the only, 
the only thing that you can do is try and find outside revenue sources and then kind of link that back to the culture and maybe even the marketing of, of the original NFT project. But that, that kind of runs parallel. And that's kind of how we've thought about Rekai for a long time. Like we don't, we just want to have it as its own thing. And then um, we can think of other ways to maybe branch out the Rec brand. So I'm, I still think there's a lot of pain to come in that space. I don't, I don't see how even like a Yuga works um, in this world. Like they have a massive war chest, but like the business model itself just doesn't seem to work for me. Um, maybe Yuga like, can sell some IP in different ways, but I don't think that's the case for a lot of other, that they were basically relying on selling them to the NFT market. So I think it's, it's a very difficult one. Um, do I think NFT technology, I think it's going to be, it's just like revolutionary technology. Like it's just so obviously revolutionary technology. Um, I just think that the Web three business models w- relied on trading fees, so I, I think that's that makes them a lot more difficult. I think in that environment, it kind of what you've seen even with Rec Guy now, like it helps us. Like we're seen as a a stable play that isn't trying to like oversell. And I think you're seeing those projects; they won't go maybe necessarily up in this environment, they'll probably just like stay flat while everything else goes slower. The bullet, the bearish uh, overtake of all projects. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, I still think that there's some, there's some pain to have that uh, still. Um, probably another 18 months, I reckon. Um, but then I think we'll come out the other side very strong. And I think there's, there is some utility that does work for these, which will work very well. Um, things like gaming, things like, I still think, Club membership, particularly linked to IRL stuff, will work very well. It's something that we've even considered at Rekai. Um, I think the, the whole community aspect of stuff actually is very strong in NFTs. Like it's way better than shitcoins, in my opinion, or any other form of crypto. I think like there's a real there's a real community aspect to it, which crypto didn't really have before. Um, and I think that's a really there's value there. So I think that as a as its own thing, if you can if you can package it up, I think is uh, it, it can stay. Um, and look, I don't know. It's a tough day to ask about the rest of the crypto because it's been uh, a sell off of which I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around why, if I'm honest, because I don't really think that there's that many bearish things out there for crypto right now. But I do think that um, we are probably heading to next year being the the main comeback story i think for crypto this year now feels like it could just be a bit of a chop for the next next few months even with positive headlines so i i think next year is hopefully where a lot of those stories come back the etf with the halvening with um various upgrades to eth happening and i think some slightly better macro situation i think as well um probably helps yeah, I definitely agree. Um, as the stewards of like the Rec Guy brand, which you guys obviously you don't care about four place, you're not saying that the the roadmap is literally laugh out loud. But how do you guys look at or evaluate what you might do with the brand kind of moving forward? I know that uh, one of the things that OV has teased is like the seltzer that you guys are working on. Um, what else do you think? Uh, down the road, you might be interested or seeing the Rec brand kind of thrive in. Ovi, you're on mute. I think Rect as a word, logo, slogan, whatever it is, is like extremely brandable. Like, you know, I'm wearing this hat and kind of I'm biased, but I think it kind of looks cool. Like, it's kind of cool to have Rect on like a t shirt or hoodie or whatever. Um, I think the drinks idea is a really cool idea as well because like the rec guy's drinking a drink, but um, I think there's a gap in the market for seltzers that actually look cool in your hand to drink um, at events or parties, whatever it is. If you, somebody doesn't drink alcohol, like non-alcoholic, the non-alcoholic beverage, etc., is, is a huge sector that's rising. But I think like we're in this position where, you know, if I started from scratch, I was like, let me go out there and make a drink. Let me go out there and make clothing. It's really hard to do because there's so many things out there, but, what web three allows you to do is like build a brand really quickly and build a community really quickly. And then from that, you can pivot to like doing just in real life stuff, but you already have a foundation to do it. So like when we have 
when you do like the Rex drinks, for example, we can just start stocking it at different NFT events or crypto events or our own events. And um, we're able to do that because we have like this existing brand in, in, in the space. And I think, um, I think all those things are really powerful. Like someone asked a question the other day and they were, they were like, how does this benefit Rex guy? And I said, my response was, I don't know. It's just a drink, lol. Um, and that's literally what it is. Like, I, like we're not, we're not trying to be like, oh, buy this drink and scan this QR code and enter this number and then it will connect with your rec guy. Because like, that makes no fucking sense, right? Like, we're not just going to do things in a Web3 way where it makes zero sense. But I think, for example, if rec drinks ends up being a huge thing and every single can has a rec guy on it, um, people are like, well, wow, that became really big. Like, what was the original inspiration for it? It was rec guys. Like, that kind of ha- has a bit more of like a, you know, like a cultural kind of value, right? Um, so in my head, it's like, well, if we can make rec as a brand pretty big in, w- in whichever path we go, and I don't think it has to stop at drinks. I think clothing can be a big thing, but we need to see to like figure out the right ways to do it. But you know, the RLD merch and stuff, I think, came out really, really good, and, and people like that a lot. Um, so I think we can just have this different stuff where it's like, this is just kind of like this lifestyle brand kind of thing where you can, you know, there are drinks, you can like have clothing. We have events. We, you know, we, we do consistent events throughout the year as well. It, the brand just grows and it builds and we've been doing it and growing it through a difficult market. So I have to think, I do believe if we do more of the same and keep growing these things in a strong market, it will be a much more powerful brand and be a bigger brand. And I think inadvertently that does stream value to Rec Guy without us having to specifically, you know, mechanically link it or promise anything or say, you, you know, we're not out there saying, I'm not out there saying Rec Guys will, are going to, you want to go out by Rec Guys because we're going to turn this thing into a whole brand. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we're, we're making a drinks brand. But I think if we are successful at those things, um, you have to think that um, people start to understand a bit more about um, where all this whole journey started and, what the meaning behind Rec guys are and and this is the whole thing that started this whole movement and and that's the way i see it and i think that's a much easier way to create a business in the space without having to be like oh we need to rely on royalties we need to rely on selling you nfts and we need to rely on, rely on monetizing, monetizing our community and the answer is we don't like there's other pockets of money out there we can try and monetize things that way and create businesses that way without having to really touch or affect this existing rec guy collection and that's the thing that i think is going to be really powerful and um you know we'll see how it goes maybe i'm wrong and it just doesn't work out but um i just i don't know i have, I have a good feeling about it i think i have a good feeling about it yeah i agree what you said with the, the value accruing back towards the pfp or it could happen right um because if you believe in the thesis of like a pfp is a luxury item or um, the value of having a, uh, a digital identity. Um, I, I, I agree. I think having that cool brand out there um, and then if you have the original, you know, the, I guess what, what drove the creation of that brand, I think, I think there's value in that as well. Yeah, I think, I think we want to be careful, though. We don't want to make it feel as though if the drink doesn't do well, it's also bad for Rekka. Like We want it to be wrecked. Wrecked is... And we're going to try and do this. If it if it works, then it becomes an alternative alternative re- revenue stream for the rec like business, which we then can use again to support the floor, that sort of stuff. But if it doesn't work, it's not it's not the worst thing. It's not like our our our, our thing is tied to a drink or anything, right? We're just going to try a few different things, and if if it brand hits, then that, that's great, and then that gives us another alternative revenue stream. But we're not. I've seen, like, I don't know, you saw recently Pons did that, like, coffee, NFT, when utility thing. Like, we're not trying to do anything like that <laughs> um, because we think that's just, like, very, it's, that has a lot more operational risk and Rec Guy just is perfect as it, as it is right now. So we, do, we don't want to muck it up. I love it. I just want some of the seltzer. I want to try it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mix it with alcohol, though. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that was. They wouldn't give us. They wouldn't allow us to use alcohol with wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> the brand wrecked doesn't encourage responsible drinking, so <laughs> you yeah. can't do alcohol. You can add like a car crashing on the can or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Twenty-one. You're on mute. 
I was gonna say System Loco doesn't like or for Loco. Fort Loco doesn't like uh, promote responsible drinking either. True. They have an alcohol license. I don't know. That's uh, just my take on it. I can't wait to taste it. I'm not a huge seltzer fan, so I'm hoping that this changes my mind. Uh, and if you put enough alcohol in it, I'm sure it'll it'll taste good anyways. Um, all right. So this is the part of the show where we usually rate projects. I don't know how me and Burn could ever rate. And uh, we're rating what you're doing because we're completely... 1000 percent bias. Um, so I'll let Burn go first because he's gonna give you some ridiculous score, like a thousand or something like that. So let's see what he's come up with. It won't be ridiculous. All right, so we'll do tabs first. Um, I think the art is amazing. Uh AQ, you're one of my favorite artists. Um, the variety and trades, having the different characters just adds to that variety. Uh, they're super dope. Um, you haven't promised anything, which I think is a major value driver. So <laughs> You get a 10 out of 10. Thank you. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think one of the great things about your art style um, that you found along this journey is it's just so recognizable. Like I can walk into a room or be scrolling through Twitter or anything like that. And immediately no other artist in the space could have created that piece. It has to be an, an alien queen piece and that you've taken that and kind of put it into the PFP project was, which is amazing. So um, I love everything that tabs, you know, stands for. Um, I love the culture that's being created inside your, your, uh, discord. Um, and I always love hanging out with you at live, live event. So I give it a 10 out of 10 as well. Thank you. All right. Next up, Rex guy, um, 10 out of 10. Um, it's, it's the dopest PFP there is, um, tabs is right there too, but you know, Rex guy, um, I mean, the whole meme behind it, the community, everything, the fact that you're not promising anything. In fact, you're like anti-promise, I guess, if that's if that makes any sense at all. Like, you know, you're saying don't expect anything from this, which I think is uh, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, it's 10 out of 10. It's perfect. I would have preferred uh, six six point nine out of ten actually. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna give zero out of ten because you have you promised this project to go to zero, and as long as I've been a part of it, it's never reached that. So I think that you guys did promise something, which was for all of us to get wrecked and have not delivered. Um, it came close at one stage, right? Said, in 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 the post Snoop Dogg era, it, there was a uh, there were some moments. I bought the <laughs> we were like, have we done this again? <laughs> uh actually i made i made quite a bit of money off of the snoop dog pump so i'm not i'm not mad at that uh you know i just didn't buy I sold into it um but my bags are obviously heavily wreck guy i kind of leaned all the way in it's my identity on twitter so obviously i think it's an amazing project and the i uh, i think you guys are incredible uh, founders and human beings in the space and the effort that you guys show on a daily basis to be here and continue working, I think is one of the reasons why you, you've amassed a great community around you, um, that, you know, is down bad, but never dead and wants to sit in the, the discord and, and joke around all day long. So stuff like, uh, I don't know, what was it? A 2,500, uh, Bitcoin fall didn't impact anybody. We all just laughed at each other. So, uh, Kudos to everything you guys have been building and working on, and we definitely appreciate being wrecked in this space. Yeah, same here. Uh, thank you, guys. Um, I mean, the fact that you're just you're still grinding every day, even though you don't have to. Um, you'll never leave your community behind. Uh, thanks for the dope art, Ovi, Alien Queen. Uh, love it. I'm going to rate DGENs, too. I'm going to give it a 9.5. We'll give it a 10 when we have a bull market, and it just absolutely explodes. <laughs> but um, – yeah, I think there's value there as well, for sure. That's why I just keep holding them and stacking them. Um, Except yeah, for Rain, thank you guys. Rain Man over here makes the puzzles too hard and none of us can solve them. So yeah, I don't even try. Thanks, Mando. <laughs> I don't even try. <laughs> I don't think anyone tries. I've made them too difficult. They are it's tough. just like the living carpets and I like tabs. You're just like always in my DMs. Just... <laughs> couple go-getters they want to like just stack those prizes have multiple dinners um i just assume like that, that the team gets more. to go to the dinner so i'm not even trying so <laughs> who said burn, that burn hasn't showed up to a live event 
since he's entered this space. So you have no threat of him actually showing up. I'm probably going to Miami. Um, otherwise, Loxley and Farouk will fire me. So, uh, oh, you're yeah. coming to Miami in, in December? I think so. I'm probably bringing the whole fam. Oh, as yes. well, so, oh perfect. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I think we're going for sure. So, yeah, it'll be good to finally actually meet everybody and uh, hang out for real. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to that. It'd be awesome. It'll be good. You guys can see me fully blacked out. No, I'm not going to get to that point. I have fun. a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> sounds like yeah. I don't make mushroom chocolates for you guys. Yeah, just don't even tell us. Just like, here's some chocolate. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to close out the show, though. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. I know you're all super busy. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Um, coming on our little show and letting us uh, give you a bunch of 10 out of 10s. You don't have to listen to this whole awkward song. I like the beat. It's a good beat. J6 did a good job. <laughs>